We're here. We watched Muppets. We're low energy, but it's not because of Muppets. <laughs> really? Oh my god, I'm covering I mean, my mouth in shock. I know. You know, I think, like, I don't know if it's because, like, it's gloomy outside and I was already low energy. And then I popped it on and I was like, "Mm, okay. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to an extremely goofy podcast. What a twist. A twist. I know. Oh, my gosh. Hello. Hi. I'm Lexi. I'm Ashlyn. I think I'm anemic and I'm really exhausted. So I know that I'm anemic and I am Mm. always exhausted. So we're just two peas in a pod. Yeah, I'm straight. I could like literally just fall backwards and pass out for the night right now. But this is really the only time that we have this week to do this. So I am forging on ahead. Don't sound as happy as you are, please. If it makes you feel better, I told Seth that this is the best part of my week. And then I was like, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth. But I'm I glad that forward- I rank higher than him right now. I look forward to recording with you literally all week. I so. know. It's one of my favorite times, even though like, okay, and I know sometimes I make it feel like it's a chore, but I also like, it's also really, really nice to know that like I have slotted time with you weekly I where know, I'm like, yeah, I get to talk to Ash and it's great because we I like don't make time for people in general right okay. like it's so hard especially like with work and everything and just like our lives so like I'm glad that I can take an hour or two or three and just like sit and catch up and it makes me really happy me too even oh. though we're normally like we hate everything <laughs> no I know well okay we hate everything but at least we hate everything together yes hey before we get into Muppets um Muppets Haunted Mansion um do you want to hear about how petty I was this week yes please okay okay so um I'm not gonna call them out by name but there is somebody in because I'm not here to drag anybody by name in the Disney community except for um Bob JPEG yeah but there is somebody in the Disney community who has a nail sticker business (laughs) and and I purchased some nail stickers from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they only sent me part of my order. On purpose? I don't know. This was several months ago. I have contacted them on Instagram. I've sent them emails through their website. I've never gotten any reply. At, like they replied the first time to my Instagram message and said that they would send the things that I didn't get, but I never got them. So then mm-hmm. I started emailing them through their website. No reply, no reply. I was like, can I just have a refund? No reply. So I disputed the charge of my credit card statement. <laughs> and that's what you get for being a shitty business owner. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I'm just like really low on patience this week. So I'm just, like, not feeling as magnanimous as I normally am. But also, at the same time, it's, like, if you're paying for goods and services and you don't receive goods and services, like, not even to be a Karen, but there's a level of expectation when you're putting out your – the money that you have for something, It's, like, just – yeah, totally. It's, like, just send me the thing. Right. Like, this all could have – you could have just sent me what I ordered – and it would have been fine. 
I've given them months <laughs> to try to fix this situation. Yeah. And I, apparently they have no desire to do that. They're just like posting Instagram stories of them in California. And I'm pissed off because I'm out $15. And I normally am like, you know, you play the game of life and you lose $15 sometimes. But like this week, I'm just like really not having it. So no, get your $15 back. It's still money. Yeah. Like, we live in an economy where like $15 could mean a lot. Like that $22 in my bank account is going to last me until I get paid. So I will do everything in my power to keep that $22 in my bank account. And at least you were able to dispute it because I lost out on $200 and was not able to dispute it. So it's Oh, you mean the bitch who has COVID and didn't tell anyone? The bitch who had COVID didn't tell anyone. Also, um, the one that posted all of this stuff about how they were starting this business to like escape from their to- toxic, abusive relationship. And are they and, still them? Yeah, and it was still like fucking them. Yeah. We love people. Which like, you know, like I get, it's like hard to get out of an abusive relationship, but. Right, a thousand percent. And I think everyone kind of forgets that like it is really hard unless you've been in that situation. Yeah. Like, it's it's really fucking hard to get out of a situation when you have half a million people fucking supporting you. <laughs> Shitty. Anyway. Anyway, that was my petty moment of the week. Woo, 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 woo. Well deserved. Not yeah. the woos, but you being yeah. petty. I was texting Goldman Sachs to, like, dispute it on my credit card statement. And they were like, we're going to need documentation from you to, like, show that you didn't get these things. And I was like, no problem, babe. Like, whatever you want. Like, I got emails that weren't responded to. I have Instagram screenshots. Like, I got it all. I mean, hey, money is money. I mean, wasn't she also the girl who, like, I mean, good for her, stole a bunch of shit and then. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, this is, this is that bitch mugshot and all. She has a mugshot? Oh yeah, she was arrested. They were arrested. <laughs> Trying not to like be too much of an asshole, but yeah, they were arrested. Um, That's amazing. Fired from Disney, but somehow not banned. Yeah, completely fired, not banned, literally goes and goes to the events that they pay out for. I know. That's the thing. That's like, what's so frustrating. It's like. Just the um, complete lack of consequences. I don't even care. They are a white woman, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's that. There's that. There is that. Anyway, <sighs> on to lighter things. Lighter things. Is it going to be light because you act like you don't like the Muppets anymore? <laughs> okay. I was just disappointed. I was, I was oh. honestly disappointed. Oh, my God. Okay. You... Just looked so scared. I thought this was a fantastic 49 minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah, no. It like I wanted, like, I wanted there to be, I wanted it to be it for me. And it was like, it was not. Oh my God. I know. Um, okay. You know okay. I think let me just start off by saying that. I think what really threw me off, and I had multiple people text me about this, and I, like, really tried to push it in the back of my mind. I was like, I'm not going to let it ruin. I'm not going to let it ruin it. Kermit's voice. This is valid. Kermit's voice. And I know that he's only in it for 
a total of like four minutes throughout this entire like special. But that was the first thing that I heard. Also, Gonzo also doesn't sound the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Fozzie also doesn't sound at all like Fozzie, which I know he was also only in it for like three minutes. I don't know. It just like the there were some jokes that I was like, he that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but like it wasn't. <clears throat> I laughed more watching the first two episodes of Muppets on live. Wait, okay. Do you mean Muppets now or do you mean the Muppets, the ABC show? No, I mean Muppets now. Sorry. How, I, the fact that you like Muppets now is just I like, love I'm confused. <laughs> I love Muppets now. I think there are some episodes and some um, clips that are hilarious. But I also think that I just don't like Gonzo as much as I thought that I did when I was younger. Mm. So, like, I think having the entire film being centered around Gonzo. Too much for you. Too much. Love Pepe. Glad it was Pepe. Oh, see, I actually don't like Pepe. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting. All yeah. right. Let me um, hear your thoughts. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was classic Muppets. I thought it was the like one of the few times that Disney uses all of its IP together very well. That is um, valid. That is very, very valid. Yeah, because it didn't feel like it was like, I don't know. I just felt like they got like the tone of the Muppets right while still making it really fun for like a Disney Parks fan. Yes. I think it was, I loved how many like, um, I loved how many Easter eggs they put in related yes. to Haunted Mansion. That part I really, really enjoyed. Um, yeah. And I really loved or how many characters they put a spotlight on. Yeah. There was so many characters that you don't normally get to see. Um, even if they were on screen for like a total of 25 seconds, I'm glad that they were able to spotlight them. And I'm not really that great with the names of everyone, but there were characters that I didn't expect to see. I'm, I'm also upset that they only gave Beaker... Oh, I know. Two lot, not even two lines. And that Swedish chef was just running around the back of the party for <laughs> five seconds. Uh huh. But go on, tell me your continue. Um. Okay. I will say I also don't like the voice of Kermit that they're using now. Yeah. And it seems to be like a common complaint amongst people. I didn't, and like going back to Muppets now. I knew that, like, there was a change in in Kermit's voice, but it wasn't as drastic as the Haunted Mansion special. I feel like there was still some nasaliness to him, right, like, in Muppets Now. And, like, watching Haunted Mansion, it, like, doesn't – he doesn't sound like Kermit. He doesn't sound like Kermit at all. I'll give you that. Like, at all. Yeah. Um, I, I looked into, like, what happened to the old Kermit. Mm-hmm. And apparently – and this is – you know, just an article that I read. But apparently, um, the guy that played the old Kermit tried to give Disney some notes on what they were doing to the Muppets with the ABC show. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Disney did not appreciate the feedback, so they fired him. That's a shame. I know. And I don't know if it's true, but this is just the Hollywood Reporter <laughs> article that I have read. Uh, I mean, Hollywood Reporter. 
very valid um, source. Was that sarcasm? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. Neither do I. But sometimes, you know, sometimes they come through. I wouldn't doubt it coming from Disney, mostly because I feel like they have fumbled a lot in the past when it came to IP that wasn't directly Disney. Yeah. Um, Disney has had no freaking idea what to do with the Muppets since they bought them. No. At all. It's been years. It's been years. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like they can't ever do anything good with them either. Like, no. I think the best thing that Disney's done for the Muppets recently is like the Pizza Rizzo layover in Hollywood Studios over what used to be Pizza Planet. Other than that, I feel like we're not getting anything good out of them. No. And, like, I'm super excited to see Muppets being, like, thrown back into the mix. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to give the Muppets their recognition and the content that they deserve, don't do it. Ooh. Don't do it. Well, I would rather they not do anything than just, like, milk it to death, you know? Right. Because then it just makes it seem like the Muppets is, like, this cheap um, series and, like, Old Muppets was just hilarious. And, like, I don't want to be, like, I'm clinging to nostalgia. But this wasn't as good as I had wanted it to be. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, on The Voice of Gonzo, I looked him up, too, because I was like, what's going on with this guy? Mm-hmm. And apparently he's just old. That makes me sad. Just too old. I know. They just need to mix it up, I think, unfortunately. But yeah. apparently whenever they mix it up, you get situations like Kermit. Where he does not sound like Kermit the Frog. He does not sound like Kermit the Frog. And I saw that, like, there was a little note where um, it's... Who's his puppeteer now? Matt. Matt Vogel. Yes. Matt Vogel does an amazing job at being Kermit's body. But I also feel like when it comes to Kermit, there was something Kermity about him... When he was, like, kind of awkward. Yeah. And, like, that's what made Kermit Kermit. And I know that we're focusing a lot on Kermit when he was only in a matter of, like, three to four minutes of this film. (laughs) But, like, I'm just stuck on the fact that Kermit is no longer Kermit in my eyes. And I, I want other, like, I want the future generations to love the Muppets just as much as we do. But things that I did like about <laughs> Hunted Oh, Mansion. yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Also, I don't like Pepe the Prawn. Yes. I want Rizzo the Rat. The fact that Rizzo the Rat was only in it for 30 seconds with a wife beater. I know. I applaud the wife beater. But 30 seconds for Rizzo the Rat? The second he came on screen, I was like, Rizzo! And then he was gone. <laughs> Literally gone. Oh, had one line. Uh-huh. I love the pairing of Gonzo and Rizzo, like, in um, Muppets, A Christmas Carol. I haven't watched it in a while. Maybe I'll watch it this Christmas. That's my favorite. I watch it every Christmas Eve. Um, I, I just Yeah. I just watched um, the Christmas, like, the Once Upon a Christmas and Twice Upon a Christmas, basically on repeat. My sister does that, actually. <laughs> I That's love- funny. I love Once Upon a Christmas. 
We'll have to, oh my God, we'll have to do like a watch along and then do an episode on it whenever Christmas rolls around because I do love the Goofy segment. I love the Goofy segment. The Goofy segment in the original Once Upon a Christmas puts brings me to tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time. Max Max trying to keep the magical alive for his dad. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? And then Goofy literally just trying to make christmas the best thing for max even though he's grown it's so good i have chills right now just thinking about it it's so good i love it so much yeah so um anyway i was disappointed that rizzo wasn't the star well i mean you know wasn't the co-star of this and instead it was pepe yeah whom i have no emotional attachment to at all I don't have an emotional attachment to Pepe, but I did find him funny in this context. You liked that he almost got killed by Constance, huh? I did. Like, (laughs) it would be fucking Pepe. It would be. Yeah. Like I said, like, I liked the little nods to the Haunted Mansion, like, the actual ride. Yeah. Um, I agree. I felt like the um, references to the ride were just amazing. It was like... Seth has never been to a Disney park. I've said this before, but it's like just the most shocking thing to me every single time I have the thought. But I wonder, I felt like he didn't get as much out of this as I did because mm-hmm. I was constantly like, like, oh my God, this is the Haunted Mansion. Like, this mm-hmm. is the same as the ride audio. Look, they're in the Doom buggy right now. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so funny because it's like the Doom buggy just broke down. <laughs> Literally. And- when Scatler and Waldorf just rolled across the screen and it was, and they basically, and it was like the, please hold, stay in your seat. The Haunted Mansion will start again just quite shortly or whatever it is. I cackled. Do you yes. know the amount of times that I've ridden Haunted Mansion without it breaking down? Never. Never. I could count it on one hand. Like in my almost 30 years and it's not it's not just one park. I got stuck at Disney Paris, at a haunted mansion in Disney Paris. I actually remember you talking about this that I got stuck in yeah. Yeah. And I was like I was in we I got stuck in the stretching room. Oh. And then they were like, "Okay, like everything's back." And I line up on the queue and immediately as I line up on the queue, the ride broke down again. But this time <laughs> they turned the lights on. And I was like, oh, no, I'm leaving. No. Doesn't bode well if the lights are on. No. Yeah. So I felt like all of the tie-ins to the ride were just like immaculate chef's kiss. But I also think that if you are somebody who is not familiar with the ride or not as familiar as like we might be, then you probably like would not get like 90% of the jokes in this thing. No, not at all. Um, What was your favorite ride related joke? Mm, I liked I mean probably the doom buggy breaking down but um I oh I know what it was in the ballroom scene whenever they normally in the ride they have the portraits that like turn and shoot each other Mm -hmm. whenever they said draw and then they both came out and started drawing (laughs) like ink and paint (laughs) that was really funny that was really cute yeah I I got a good chuckle out of that Mm mm-hmm I also liked how um, at the end when Gonzo and Pepe are riding back, the hitchhiking ghosts came out in their limo. And I was like, yes. Yes. That's very cute. 
Yeah. I liked the portraits that yeah. have like the reverse image on the, you know, back with the lightning. Mm-hmm. I liked how it had those Muppetified. I thought that was cute. Yes. Oh, I also really liked how Madame Pagoda's maid Obsessed. was oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, yes, 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 yes. Honestly, chef's kiss. And like, to your point, if you're not in the Disney universe, you wouldn't get why that was so funny. No, so funny and like emotional. Like I was like touched because I was like, oh my god, it's just like she's taking care of her mom. Literally. Except except it's um, Miss Piggy. (laughs) I I called Miss Piggy being Madame Leota. I know. You did. I did. I really thought they'd make her Constance. Like, I didn't know that they were going to have real people mixed into this, but I thought they'd make her Constance so she could, like, murder her husband. I just felt like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like she has the personality for it. But... Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> I can see her beheading Hermit. I love Miss Piggy, but she's outrageous. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. And I also didn't realize that it was actually going to be a musical. I didn't either. I knew, but I didn't know. Yeah. What did you think about Constance and, like, that whole scene? I was bored. Okay. I actually kind of was, too. Yeah. I was, like, this that, – that part specifically was when I was, like, yeah, I don't – I, like, just don't care. Not even because it was Constance, but because, like, Pepe and that was just, like, okay. Like, yeah. Like, all right. I love Taraji Henson, but her as Constance was just, like, not – I didn't realize that they would focus that much on Constance, actually. I felt like it was too much time on Constance. Yeah. We get it. She wants to murder her husband. (laughs) Right. Like, we get it. She's been married multiple times. She's the black, dark widow. Yeah. Not not my favorite segment. Oh, also, can we talk about how John Stamos looks like that now? Do you mean he looks bad or good? I just mean he looks... And, like, I get it. He's old now, but, like, he looked old. Yeah, it's awful how age catches up to you. Age catches up real quick. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad whenever I see him. Right? Yeah... Oh, I'm so glad that Darren Chris was only in this for like 30 seconds because I was really concerned. I was very, very concerned that he was actually going to be in it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Will Arnett. And I'm just like so grateful that Darren Chris was only in it for like 30 seconds. And yeah. I I know I only hate him because of Glee, but like, I'm sorry. Just if you were on Glee, I can no longer look at you. Who was on Glee? Who I actually really like. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't remember his name and I'm not going to look it up because I don't care that much. Like, a lot of the Glee cast has died due to the curse. Oh, I know. Or, like, has just gotten into, like, bad shit. Yeah, there's something dark around all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's Leah Michelle's doing. I think she practices witchcraft. I think so, too. But, see, I have a theory that everyone who is famous is deeply involved in witchcraft. Oh, not Scientology? I mean, Scientology, I think, to a lesser degree. But, like, I think if you – like, I'm convinced Ariana Grande is, like, deep – deep into witchcraft and manifestation her songs are just straight up law of attraction like verbiage it's nuts um megan fox thousand percent a witch like she and like she truly took jennifer's body and is living jennifer's body at this point i don't know how i got here but my point is i think oh oh, i was talking about glee and darren chris there's always a threat darren chris (laughs) 
recent. Um, anyway, yeah, like all celebrities are into witchcraft, duh. And then like the Glee cast has a curse on them, duh. And then um, Darren Chris was in this, but thankfully not for long. So he didn't have much time to spread the curse around. Yes, a thousand percent. Uh, although maybe it was Darren Chris that's got me feeling down. It could be. It could be. It could be his effect, yes. Could be. However, I did like his song, so. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Um, not memorable for me because I watched this the night it came out, so. Okay. Not memorable at all. Um, Valid. Yeah, I actually don't remember any of the music that was in this. There's only like three songs, so it's fine. I think it's like perfect for a kid. I think it's the right amount of time. Yes. No. Yeah. 49 minutes. I think that's good. That's good for me too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that it wasn't super long, but I also wish that like, no, you know what? Let me, let me reframe how I'm looking at this. Okay. It was a stretched out version of the Haunted Mansion ride. Yes. Starring Muppets. Yes. It was as if the re-theming of Haunted Mansion going into Nightmare, right? But filmed via Muppets. And in that respect, I loved it. Um, they're not going to do this because Disney Parks leadership hates me. But um, how awesome would it be if they gave the Mupp- if they gave the Haunted Mansion a Muppets layover for Halloween, like they gave the Disneyland Haunted Mansion a Nightmare Before Christmas layover? That would be so fun. Like, that would be such a cute 50th anniversary-like thing, right? I know. Like... I think that'd be adorable. And I also think that, like, it could just be a fun, like, little event. Because we all know Mm. that Disney leadership does not give a fuck about Muppets. Mm -mm. So. They even took away the great moments in history thing. Hmm? Like, they had, like, a 10-minute, like, periodic Muppet show in um, Liberty Square outside the Hall of Presidents. And they took that away. Yeah. And I was obsessed with that. I can still hear that song in my head, even though it's been years, and I can't hear one song from the special in my head. You didn't miss very much in the songs. It's fine. I don't know. Okay. You just weren't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling it. Just not. It needs a second viewing. It may need a second viewing. It, I may need to do this. Like, I may need to rewatch it. I liked the story of um, Gonzo being like this fearless character but it turns out that everybody has something that they're afraid of and he had to just kind of like do some soul searching to figure that out Mm -hmm. and then like kind of reframe what was important to him i thought that was a really nice moral that was a really nice moral it was really cute seeing him strip down to his fears and being like Mm -hmm. i don't want to not see my friends ever again i want to go hang out with them yeah, and whenever he was like, I worry, I like, you know, not verbatim, but he was like, you know, I'm afraid if I don't do these big dangerous things, then people aren't going to care about me anymore. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's deep. Very that's something that we can all think about in our lives. Truly. And I also want everyone who's watched this to be the Kermit in their friends' lives. Aw. I don't know. Everyone just needs that person in their life to be like a toast for – my friend who's not here or, you know, just hyping them up all the time. 
Yeah, I think it's so like indicative of adult friendships too, where it was like Gonzo missed Kermit's Halloween party, but the next morning, um, Kermit was like, "Are you still coming over for pumpkin pancakes?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it was like, "I'm not holding it against you." Like we have things that happen in our lives, mm-hmm. and like you know, stuff that like I get it, it's fine. Yeah, like I just think that that's like something so true about adult friendships, where it's like you don't. Like, you transition in your life from, like, seeing people every single day to, like, seeing people, like, once a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of, like, yeah, everybody's got a life and, like, you know. Exactly. Like, it runs, you don't but, hold it against the people that you care about. Like, you can't. Yeah. If you were in the Muppets Haunted Mansion, what fears would they get you on? What are you afraid of? Honestly, I would be Gonzo. I think I would have the same – yeah. And, like, I think – I'm terrified of everything. I'm terrified of everything, too. But I think, like – and, like, a big reason as to, like, why I act the way that I do and, like – I mean, I'm not going to deprogram myself or reprogram myself, like, at this point in a more negative way. But, like, I think my biggest thing is that, like, I want to be the Kermit in people's lives. So it's, mm-hmm. like – if someone comes up on the street to me and tells me that it's their birthday, then like I'll do everything in my power to be like, it's your birthday. It's your time. Even if I'm like in contact with said person for like a total of five minutes, I want to make sure that they know that they're special. And I want the people in my life to know that they're special. And I like Gonzo am fearless in a myriad of different ways not the same as Gonzo, because there's absolutely no way that I would be jumping into a can. But I don't want to be forgotten. Aww. And I know that that is a like that is a thousand percent my fear. And it's like I don't. Yeah, like yeah, I don't think that. I think that is exactly what I would have been Gonzo. Oh, Lexi, what a <laughs> that is so. Wow, I'll never forget you. Thank you. I'm glad and I always have thought of you as fearless, which is something that's really funny. Like, um, I don't know. Whenever I, like, used to describe you to people in my life, I'd be like, and my friend Lexi, she's fearless. <laughs> I try really hard. I think it's also, like, a way for me to combat my anxiety because I know that, like, at the heart of anxiety, it's, like, being afraid of mm-hmm. something, right? So, like, and because I didn't get to go to therapy until my mid twenty, like, mid to late 20s, um, I like needed to figure out how to combat my anxiety in a way that would be, that I would be able to function. And like the only way that I was able to do that was literally by facing my fear and just like swallowing up my anxiety and like doing it. Because if I didn't do it, that would make me even more upset. Mm-hmm. So thank you, I guess, for thinking that I've always been fearless. That means so much yeah. to me. Aw, you're welcome. What about you? What do you think your gonzo moment would be? Well, first of all, I'd be terrified of everything the second I got there because (laughs) I'm afraid of the dark and I have to sleep with the lights on. So like the second there was a room without a light source, I would immediately be like, I'm out of here. Were you the kid that cried every time um, the lights shut off in the stretching room? Elaine would scream when she was younger. Oh, yeah. I would scream and cry. Yeah. Yep. So I'm already going to get, you know, murdered by the mansion or whatever was going on there. Yeah. You'd be Pepe. Trying to find a light. For sure. Um, My deep fear, though, (laughs) I just have like abandonment issues where I have this 
feeling like I'm never number one in anybody's life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I constantly, like I really crave to like be somebody's priority. Yeah. Inner child wounds. But, um, (laughs) I think in order to like try to get that, I have to like constantly portray this illusion of like being really smart and like really unproblematic Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's only by making people think that, um, I'm easy mm-hmm. that I can like make them care about me, which is like also sort of like perverse because it's like, if I'm easy, then I, it's also like people don't like put the time in to like worry about me. Right. It would be something like that where it's like, I, I like suppress a lot of like what I am actually feeling. You do. To try to, yeah. To try to like, Oh God, my cat. Breadsticks. Um, hello. Breadsticks is sharing his fears and that it's that I won't give him dinner. Yeah, honestly. He's like, mom, he's like, mom, mom. He's like, my fear is that I won't get any treats today. <laughs> Are you going to feed me today, mom? Um, Yeah. So I think my fear is that just like people would think that I'm dumb and hard to deal with and then they would leave me. And okay, Well, I don't ever have ever thought that you were dumb. Um, Thanks. It's mostly an illusion, though. I'm actually a huge idiot. Shut up. <laughs> You're literally smarter than most people. Thank you. You're welcome. That sounded like a backhanded comment. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, you are really smart and you are really kind and you are really easy yeah. because you do care about what other people th- what other people think. Um, and like you do try to make it comfortable for others. Yeah. Um, but you're going to always be a priority in my life oh Lexi especially after we didn't talk for like five or something years oh my gosh what people don't know about is before starting this podcast Lexi and I had like fallen out of touch for like years at a time we were both going through a lot we were going through a lot relationship wise that was not positive for us no um you know people go through waves we were just down in the trenches for a very, very long time. <laughs> like, you just got to, I don't even know, just go to therapy and trudge on through. But yeah, yeah losing touch with you was like my biggest regret ever. No, I know. It made me really, really like upset. I would like go through waves when I'd like get some clarity and I'd be like, damn, like I miss talking to Ash. Um, or like I miss like just being in contact with Ash. Um, which is why, like, back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this, like, it, it's so nice just being able to be like, okay, yeah, like, I have time carved out to, like, sit Mm -hmm. and talk and, like, spend time with Ashlyn. Um, Yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. I don't even, like, actually remember how we ended up talking again. Um, but thank God. No, I know. It was, like, pandemic. Like, it was the middle of the pandemic. I was going through it. You were going through it. You were coming out of going through it. And, like, I also want to prep, like, I also want to say that, like, while we lost touch, we would also, like, check in on each other. I don't know. I would still, like, think of you often. Right. And, And, like, like, I would, like, text you every now and then because I'd be like, hey, like, I'm thinking of you or, like, I see tons of shit on your Twitter. Are you good? Are you No, I'm not, girl. I'm not. (laughs) No. I am bad. No, everyone is bad. Anyway, this turned into our therapy session. Yeah. I feel like this Whatever. may be the shortest episode we have. I, I just like, here's the thing. It was 49 minutes <laughs> and it's hard to come up with that much commentary. Oh, I have some thoughts. Okay. 
throw me your thoughts. Not, not thoughts. I have some things that I found on the internet. Um, Related to Muppets? Yes. Okay. Okay. So the facade of the mansion. Hang on. Who is this person? I don't want to just plagiarize you. This is a, this is a blog, 3ifbyspace.net. You got, you got some great ideas, 3ifbyspace.net. Um, thanks so much for posting this on the internet so I can read it. Um, everyone should go check out this blog post. So this person kindly points out that the facade of the mansion is similar to the Phantom Manor in Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Yeah, you see it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen the Phantom Manor in what year are we in? 2021. Six, six, seven years? Many years. Many, many years. Many moons. Many moons ago. Um, But the Phantom Manor in... Hello, breadsticks! The Phantom Manor in <laughs> Disneyland Paris... Um, has this backstory about the owner. Um, so the owner of the Phantom Manor mm-hmm. was a miner mm. who struck gold in Big Thunder Mountain. Yes. And it's interesting because in this special, there was Sweetums um, barreling down the hallway with the car pretending to be a train. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. A little nod. A little nod. Also want to drop the fact that um, the owner of the Phantom Manor is also connected to um, C. He's connected to C, which makes me really happy. It's so cool how we're seeing all of this stuff intertwine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, there's a number on a door in a hallway mm-hmm. that is 809. And apparently the day the Haunted Mansion opened in Disneyland was August 9th. Ooh. Yeah, so that's another nice little nod. Love that. I was trying to catch, like, all of the actual covert, like, Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, which was really hard to do because I couldn't pay attention to the, to the special, but. Um, that's really all this fine person has to share on their blog, so that's okay. what I've got. But I think those two were great. Yeah. Uh, definitely the highlights. Um, I think the highlight for me was Kim Irvine. Yes. And it's so funny because it's like – I. Ha- I'm going to post this episode before I post the Imagineering episodes. Um, But since we just watched the Imagineering series and like saw Kim Irvine a lot and like talk about how her mom was picked to be Madame Leota and how she like still hears her mom's voice every day on the Haunted Mansion. It just like touched my heart so much Mm -hmm. to see her in this. I loved the fact that they had Kim Irvine um, play a role in this. I'm... Glad that they did, especially since there's such a deep connection to the Haunted Mansion for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like, it was a very nice nod to Disney history. That's for sure. Yeah, I wonder if they um, actually made a costume for her to wear or if she just had to go to like Magic Kingdom costuming and grab one off of the shelf. I hope that they at least gave her a custom one. I hope so. The very least. I hope she at least got to keep it. (laughs) Yeah. And not get charged, what do you get, like $200 if you take Something it? Something horrible. My, like, that's honestly one of my biggest regrets. I did not take any part of my costume whenever I left Disney because I didn't want, like, I heard you get put on the, like, um, no rehire list mm-hmm. if you did that. And so I, like, really didn't want to do that because, like, I'm the future CEO of Disney. I hate to uh, inform obviously. all of you right now, but, like, we already know that. Um, <laughs> so I didn't want that to happen. 
there were certain pieces of my costume too that like they didn't scan like they're like I had like a bow tie for like my main street one that didn't oh. actually like scan with a barcode you just mm-hmm. kind of took it mm-hmm. um so I totally could have just like taken that but what would have been the thing that you took probably my main street costume for sentimentality because I wore that one the most okay um, I really liked my Fantasyland costume too because it had like this like cute like barmaid mm-hmm. look. Um, I actually remember like feeling kind of embarrassed sometimes wearing it because it just felt like I don't know. Like sometimes I would have like these middle aged men who were like talking to me yeah. alone, and I just sort of felt like it was a little bit too like playing into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I did like it, and it was really fun. Yeah. I think those two were my better costumes. My Frontierland one was disgusting. I hated Frontierland it. Frontierland costumes are terrible. Horrible. I just looked gross. Um, <laughs> and my Tomorrowland one, I just wore so rarely. I only had like two or three Tomorrowland shifts ever. So That's crazy. So yeah, I think I probably would have taken my Main Street one. Plus it was like pastel, so it was pretty cute. It's yeah. not like I was going to wear it anywhere. But I would have liked to have, like, looked at my hat and my bow tie. Mm-hmm. You know? And just been like, hee-hee, this is mine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that would have been fun. Um, maybe next week we dissect Disney costumes. Wow, that'll be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, because this one's going to go up um, last week of October. So this one will go up October 25th. Okay. So then we'll be into November. So we have a lot of flexibility in our content. Yes. Absolutely. Unless they come out with a Muppets Thanksgiving. I know you don't do Thanksgiving, but I would be so on board for just like a series of Muppet holiday specials. Me too. Like just do something with the Muppets, please. Right. Like in the tune of Muppets Christmas Carol, though. Yes. Like not not Haunted Mansion. I still liked it. I thought it was good. I'll rewatch it when I'm maybe a little bit more high energy. Yeah. Maybe you're just grumpy. (laughs) Maybe I am just grumpy. Last time I ate was was like six hours ago. So maybe Well, that was a really early dinner. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm not even hungry. We did not really talk about Haunted Mansion. Um, I just feel like there was not that much to talk about. And I'm okay with that. I don't know. We tried our best. You know, I feel like we hit, we, I mean, I liked it. You didn't like it. What else do you want to hear? We talked about Darren Chris, talked about John Stamos, talked about Rizzo. Mm, Where is Rizzo? Where is Rizzo? Give me more. Would you rather have Rizzo or Pepe as a? Rizzo. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Rizzo the rat, a thousand percent. Pepe, he'd be entertaining, but then I'd probably want to yeet him out of the window. I agree. I agree. So, yeah. Rizzo and his wife beat her, though, kind of hot. And goodbye. <laughs> hey, have you noticed how I'm, like, obsessed with rats? Like, what is it with Disney rats for me? You do love a good Disney rat. I was thinking about this as I was walking over to do this episode. Like, what is it that I'm, like, obsessed with Remy and Rizzo? Okay, well, Remy is a different breed. Remy is Remy. <laughs> Remy is like he's a high class rat. Yeah, he's what? That's a high class rat. He right is there. a high class rat. Cooks food and everything. <laughs> Rizzo though, not so much high class, but we love Rizzo the rat. Mhm. Mhm. And it's funny to me because like Disney rats, okay, the only one that I truly care about is Gus Gus. 
Is he a rat? I thought he was a mouse. Is he not a rodent? Well, he's a rodent, but... Um, okay. Mice, rats, all the same. Okay, we're just lumping them all together. That's fine. Great mouse detective. My number one rat. He was a mouse, though. Ashlyn and X Rizzo OTPFL. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know. He was like a little. He was like a little chunkier too. Oh yeah, that I didn't hair. expect. He he I was, was like filled out. I was like, this is a good looking rat. <laughs> I love a thick rat. <laughs> I guess we're wrapping up now. <laughs> We wrapped up the moment you said Rizzo the rat was hot and a wife beater. I like what I like. Okay, please don't kink shame me. I'm not kink shaming you, but I am requesting that you look at yourself with some thought. No. (laughs) I already did like my deep therapy dive into my inner child wounds on this episode. I refuse to do any more self-reflection today. Very valid. Time for a bath and a beer. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of an extremely goofy podcast. Um, these are your hosts, Lexi and Ashlyn. Um, let us know who your favorite Muppet is. Thanks. Don't forget to follow us on socials and uh, join our Discord and be our new best friend. Yeah. Um, all of the links will be in the description of the episode. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Okay, bye. See you soon. Be sure to 